Mike Dempsey here for Underdog Fantasy, where you just draft your team and Underdog handles the rest. And you can win big cash prizes. Go to underdogfantasy.com or the Underdog Fantasy app and sign up with code 1010XL. That's Underdog Fantasy. Use code 1010XL. A huge congratulations to Whalen Bay. They are the number one dealer in sales in the nation for Mako and Tahoe boats. How cool is that? Hey folks, Captain Kevin Favor here for Whalen Bay Marine, and I've been telling you for years how much I love the Mako Pro Skiff Series. They're an absolute inshore fishing machine. But don't forget, they also carry tracker boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tracker pontoon boats, and Tahoe boats. Now you want some bigger news? Whalen Bay is now the dealer for Ranger boats. The new Ranger Saltwater Bay boats look amazing. Also, Ranger Aluminum Series and Ranger pontoons, which are perfect for fishing and just relaxing. So now, no matter what your boating needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. And I can promise you that when you buy your new boat, all the folks at Whalen Bay will make sure your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. You can do all this at Whalen Bay in St. Augustine, located at 845 State Road 207, or give them a call at 217-3778, or visit whalenbaymarine.com. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized dealer for tracker boats, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, Mako, and now your full line of Ranger boats. And remember, every day is a boat show at Whalen Bay Marine. Now, the Ring Power Fishing Forecast Show. I'm going to take you fishing, honey. You're going to love it. Brought to you by Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Here to help you be the best you. Here's Captain Kevin Faber and Captain Scott Shank on 1010XL. Good evening and welcome to the Ring Power Fishing Forecast. I'm Captain Kevin Faber. Sitting in with us. Very special guest, Captain Leon Dana and Captain Scott Shank. In the house. In the house. How about Leon? Is this the first time you've been here? This is actually the very first time. Yeah. Definitely. Yes. But I brought gifts. You did bring gifts. I, 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 as as junior, um, Uh junior, very junior uh, commentator today, I did fulfill the the one rule. The the guest rules. Guest rules. I don't, I don't want to eat it cold, so I'm waiting till we go and do it. March 9th. Anybody heard from Captain Ricky Purport today? Who? Yeah, Holly he was who? at my house. Uh, huh? He was at my house today for about an hour, hour and a half. Working or? Working. Oh. I had to tie him some rigs. Oh. Uh, oh. Okay. 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 Wahoo rigs yes, or Kingfish rigs? rigs? Wahoo. Okay. Yeah. Did he forget how to text? Yeah. He did? A lot yeah. of it. Okay. All right. I yeah. just I just was making no, sure. Apparently, I, his thumbs still I, don't know, work. Yeah, exactly. That, That's yeah, what well, I'm saying. He, he says, uh, so he texts me. He says, hey, I'm like five minutes out. Are you at home? I went, uh, yeah, well, I guess. I, I guess I am Yeah, now. yeah. Thank gosh I got home after delivering the grandkids. But yeah, I'm here. <laughs> what, so he needed Wahoo rigs, crimps uh-huh. and stuff? And, yeah, uh, all that so, stuff. So I had to tie his rigs. How many? Listen, wait a minute. And okay. being the nice guy I am, uh-huh. he he's doing some odds and ends work at a machine shop and all that kind of stuff. So he comes in with this welding hat thing on and his green coat and all this. And I went, dude, why you could you left that in the truck? You yeah. Know? And uh, he says, man, I'm hungry. I said, all right, <laughs> hold sounds on. like my son. Yeah. So I went in there and I cooked him some eggs. I cooked him some sausage. And this is about 9 o'clock this morning he got there. Holy cow. And, Full uh, service. Yeah. I took good care of him today. And then he goes, hey, buddy. <laughs> and I went, oh, oh, no. Here he comes. Buddy. I just thought he was coming by because he's in town. You right, know? yeah. Can you do something? I said, sure, what you need? He said, man, I can't find Wahoo Wire anywhere. He said, you got any? I said, bud. I got it all. I got it all. Right? What do you need? What is Wahoo wire? 90 pound. Okay. And nobody has it. Very hard wire to find. Really? Mm-hmm. 
The 40s and the 60s are available all the time, but the 90, for some reason, 90 is really tough. Then you step up to 130. Okay. And it's just tough to catch them on, you know. I mean, just like we do king fishing, you know. Yeah, you sure. Don't, you don't like troll 60 on a on a pogey. On a ribbon fish, right. it's maybe one thing. Right. But, yep, I got you. you. Know, or trolling. Right. Big baits and, offshore. And, and so the, these, these are live bait rigs. These are huge hooks. But they're live bait they're rigs. Live bait this rigs. is not high-speed trolling. No, 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 okay. no, no. Um, Five watt nose hooks, right? Um, um, two, 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 two trebles, two trebles, four X's two as usual. Yeah, well, they're two aughts or three aughts. Okay, um, God, that's a big hook. They're you know, yeah, they're big hooks. Same thing, like just like making a big mullet rig. Absolutely, yeah, three hooks. But do you, you know? sell those? Yes. Okay, where? Strike zone's the only one. That Strike zone's got Captain's Choice Wahoo rigs. Mm-hmm. Okay, nice. Yep. Yeah, well, yep. 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 Right now, they're the only ones that are doing it. I told David, I gave him the option. We'll be exclusive for a little while. See what you do. With yeah, it. there you go, you brother. Know? Well, yeah, yeah, seriously. I mean, if if, if anybody's going to do it, it's going to be him. That, that, that uh, I was getting ready to say the same thing. I mean, I'm yeah, just yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Either I him mean, or Beamish. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, look, yeah Beamish. It. You know, the, there's but, very few. But there's very few Wahoo fishermen that get tackled somewhere else. Exactly. You know, they don't. Something they don't like carry, that. True. They don't carry you know, that kind of stuff. Tackle you know? and service. You know. Yeah, that's what I'm exactly, saying. I mean, yeah. uh, not taking anything away from them, but like, well, maybe Avid would be probably thrown in there a little bit too, because Avid sees a lot of people through the doors. But you know, the Who? other Avid angler. Oh, Avid. Okay, Avid angler. Okay, you know, yeah. Yeah. There's, you know, they have a lot of big. Yes, I agree. Know, I agree. A lot with of that. big rods and reels and all. You know, they have all that equipment for that. But you're not. You're not going to put it. Somewhere that doesn't have an eighty, you know, I mean, have high speed circoses or whatever. Right. So, how many rigs did you tie? Okay. So, anyhow, hey, I just need a couple. Right. Like twenty. Well, he so he hands me the box of hook. I mean, hands me the <laughs> box of hooks, and there's uh-huh. forty hooks in there. Right. That's twenty rigs. He goes. How fast do you think you can get all these done? How much wire do you got? I said I got a big spool. Right. You know, a thousand yard spool or yep. whatever of. Of uh, uh, okay. Well, hey, why well, eat breakfast? And I'll go out and get some ice. You just keep tying till I gotta go. <laughs> and I want you some. Wow. Okay. So yes, I probably t- tied twelve or fifteen of them quickly. Like you know, you're such a nice guy. I am. I am. The but only, it, the only thing. That's have, really... and, 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 and because there's an extra hook and it's a little bigger wire, um. Are you still snelling? Yeah, it's but it's but you. You got to pay you, way more attention. You have to pay way more attention to your snell. It's right. not like the little forty that'll dig into itself. Right, right, right. And right. I actually have when I'm making those rigs, I actually have uh, a heavier taste where I could take it and put it like in a crease of something. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I pull yeah. It down tight on the rig. I got, you, I got you. So it all slides in. The only the only thing that I mean I'm working on right now is is. I'm not a big fan of crimps. I know there's a plus and a minus to them. Agreed. Okay. Yep. Agreed. If you do it right, you're fine. If you don't do it right, yeah, it slides. It slides, yep. and then there's nothing worse than being. I used to crimp my um, uh, my uh, downrigger balls. Yes, I tie them now. Hundred pound test. <laughs> totally tie it now. Four four wraps. Yep. Pull it through it, and yep. cinch her down. It, absolutely, because I have lost more. Fifty dollar down downer balls, balls because it it slid through the crimp and I'm like you know what that are they corroded just a little give bit. me a a, a a double overhand knot yep and I'll never lose it yep it doesn't look as pretty yep. but who cares <laughs> and then the only thing being it's getting to be a heavier wire where we do like our figure eight knot on yep. our swivels and stuff like yep. that 
it, it, it it's yeah it's borderline because you really got to take uh, yeah. take another pair of long no- needle nose pliers I and I it. actually leave where we kind of kind of flush we'll right. say with the forty no you got to leave I a tag leave a tag about an inch long right because uh, you know you got to I mean it's not going to slip but it just doesn't. It doesn't look as clean no, as it does with a crimp, yep. but again, I mean, for me, I'm a 60-40 guy on crimps. Right, I truly right. am. Kevin, I get upset losing a popping cork. I would lose my mind uh-huh. if I lost a 50-pound downrigger well, ball. No, it, you're talking these guys are tournament just, fishing with this that stuff. That just stinks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one bite and that hook and that and that figure eight slips on. I mean, I just mm. I, well, I mean, there was and and it's it's so weird because um, I use. 150 pound mono yep. on on my downrigger ball, my, my downrigger, right? Um, because wire sucks, you it know. It, 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 it Tell sings. me about the the singing part. Yeah, yeah, and and well, not only does it it, it does it sing, but if especially if you're tournament fishing, right? If if you happen to hook a 40 pound kingfish and it runs into the wire, it cuts the kingfish off. Yeah. If it runs into the mono, it cuts the ball off. So you lose a ball, but you twenty catch, pound test will saw through one hundred fifty like like, like like nothing like butter. Yep, yep. Hot yep. knife really? butter. Oh, well, that's the biggest. That's the biggest reason for it. So so there was two summers ago. I went through four downrigger balls. Guy helped you. Guy, two of yeah, them, guy got me back to back. <laughs> I mean, I'm like really seriously. He got me and he gave me a ball. Kevin, this is the last one, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> He got me back to back on fish, man. I, I got like, a radio call. And I was you laughing about it. downrigger balls, Scotty. I'll <laughs> yeah. be right there. I got one. I got oh one. I got my an extra. God. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so, buddy. Yeah, so, so generally speaking, you'll lose one or two a year. Okay. From 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 a fish turning around and and and, and going backwards. Sure. Comes straight it. at you when he eats or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I mean, because because it, it listen, if they hit the prop wash bait, a lot of times they're going straight, straight towards that downrigger, and you're like, gonna get it. You know, you're trying to get that twenty five. You're cranking feet up. like no one's business. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Hey, I mean this the six pound downrigger balls. Yes. Okay. They're around thirty six dollars. Gotcha. Okay, for a six pound downrigger ball. But then when you pull the release clip and everything off of it, yeah. that that's another twenty five dollars yeah. on the release yeah. clip. So oh, yeah. yeah, you're pecking you're pecking around fifty five, sixty five dollars yeah. to just lose yeah. one ball. Yeah, and back to back I was and like then, I yeah. mean I had just put it back down, just tied it on and I get yeah. yeah. Wait a minute, no, here's my question. Yeah. When you put it back down you went don't you dare. Yeah. And did 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 it cut it off or did you go, did I tie the knot wrong? Oh no, 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 no. I watched guy get the fish on yep. and it went straight from a downrigger, cut my downrigger off. I'm like No, we were piled in we were piled in yeah. a four mile, dude. It was there was no yes. there, it was like old school when him and I used to tournament <laughs> fish oh, up at man. up at Brunswick <laughs> when you just went one way yeah. and you all rotated at the same time yeah. and you all spun back. Yeah. Nobody cut and you know, you know, turned. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was. But but yeah, it's there's there's a huge advantage of 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 a uh, 150 pound mono. I know it sounds crazy because you're like, oh, you're losing downrigger balls, yeah. But you know what? It, it, it especially if you're tournament fishing, you 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 that's you, sacrificial go to mono. at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Well, yep, yep. totally and, get that. And yep. also, if your engine's a little out of tune and it's not tuned, your rod is sitting in it, and your line going to that wire is vibrating like that, so it's sending. The vibration I always hated through the that. down. Did you? Yeah. I, that's why I put a yeah. cork on mine. Yeah, I did. I mean, man, it, I have it, a cork it, on it hummed and, hmm. you know, I, I, yeah. I, you know. Uh, but if you take a tarpon float and slide it right there and pin it, because be how I do it, I, I mean, I, so, because 
Again, there's nothing worse than losing a downrigger ball because you ask a buddy of yours, hey, get the downrigger up real quick. Yes. And they come up, and that last crank, oh, the, the, yes. the downrigger eye hits yes. the thing and yes. shears it off. I've done that. So uh, yeah, yeah. I have a, a cork that's about a foot and a half, two feet before my downrigger. Stop. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So they that's hit a that. good tip. Stop, dummy. I mean, the, that's when the cork what I hits. have them on. Yeah. It's about that far. It's about two feet. That's, well, that's you got to measure it. It's so hard because I do it every first of the season. Right. And you really go back to the dock and do because it? Because the downrigger ball needs to be out of the water. It's got to be out of the water, right. but if I'm clearing stuff, it, it's either got to be out totally, yes. or I want the downrigger ball to be sitting in the water where it's not slamming into the side of my boat. Oh, yeah. There's, you don't want there's, that. There's Ooh, two choices. That yeah. takes a whole new level of gel coat chipper. Oh, yeah. And I got a couple scars on mine. So, this is cool we're talking about downriggers, because the other thing that I do is I take the middle piece of the arm out. Yes. Okay? You make a short arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so that when I'm because we fish out of bay boats, right? yeah. So, so I can, I can, I can literally put my knees against the gunnel, and I don't have to. I, I could just like just reach my arm out and get the downrigger ball <laughs> instead of stretching out. Oh, you can't stretch out. No, there's no stretch. You got to no, swing it. You have man. to swing it. You have to swing your yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Which close. is which? Which is that's just that's ultimate. Totally, you can't imagine how much more work that is. Yes. Oof. You know, like like trying to put baits again. We're doing all of our stuff for ourselves. Sure, we you are. know what I mean, and and the the biggest thing that we found now is at least we can start out using the trolling motor, and and and, and putting it mm-hmm. on autopilot. That way we can go back at work. Before that, though, think about this: you got a sea anchor out, okay? You're at the wheel. <clears throat> you got to run back, and put the downrigger down. As the boat's gliding, the to boats the, right. the boats spinning, the boats doing circles. You have to run back, uh. <laughs> grab the wheel, correct it, go back. You try to get and the down. Now you got the trolling motor That's on why remote. You owe now, yeah, now you got the trolling motor oh. on uh, with 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 uh, autopilot. That takes yeah. trolling motors just to the next yeah. level. That next level. I mean, you don't have to. You don't have to touch anything. You just you 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 put the trolling motor on. That way, at least in the beginning, you you can get your whole spread out. You know, and mm-hmm. and, uh, and you never touch a wheel. It's fantastic. That's why old school. That's why you always see downriggers on the driver's side of the boats. Right. You'll That's never right. see one over there unless they're running a team. It's a team boat. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. You'll yeah. never run double downriggers. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. That's good. But I got to say this real quick. I got to give a new shout out to my new uh, sponsor, I guess you want to call them. I got involved with Scotty Downriggers. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're made out of Canada. Um, I have Canada. I have two electrics. Actually, it's electric. Columbia. I got two electrics and two manuals. Right. I got to get rigged up and get ready to go. But here's the deal with those. They pit, the arm picks straight up like this, and the downrigger ball sits in the cup. Ooh. So Ooh. when you clear a downrigger. You pull it up, and it just it goes. It just pulls it up, boop. and well, the and, right there. And, and neighbor Joe, who's a genius, okay, he made a downrigger. Cup holder. Cup holder. Nice. And it's deep. It sits all the way down, so he just keeps it in there and runs. If it's four foot seas, so it, it ain't coming bounce. out. Yep. It ain't coming so, out. Yep. Nice. So, so you take it and, and, it, and, it, and it literally connects to your downrigger. It's it, and and it's unbelievable. You just take it and, and 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 put it in that little cup holder. That's what these people did. Same thing. Well, go about your merry way. I'm excited, and I can't wait to report back. Maybe next week, uh-huh. I'm going to get my new Minn Kota uh, wow. Instinct troll motor put in. Wow, and. You guys are all this big money uh, between you, and Captain Rob Bennett, with the new power pole one that's like eight thousand. All trolling motors now—they're brushless. They're much more quiet. Uh, this hundred fifteen pound thrust—they guarantee you. Uh, they said a uh, one third more torque. 
That's just Schwimmer. what you need. Oh, yeah, more torque on my shoulder. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No joke. And uh, power management system in it. Where did you buy that at? Uh, that was sent straight from uh, Minn Kota. Okay, okay. Uh, Troll Motor Services is the uh, um, the dealer dealer yeah. in this area. That's correct. Hmm. And uh, they're going to be installing that this Were week. they upset that the trolling motor wasn't on the bow of the boat when you fished with them? No, the no, day? no, not at all. Not at all. Well, boy, uh, they, were, they were picking through my hummingbird uh, fish finder, uh, that new Apex 16. And uh, they were pretty impressed that I I plugged as much dialed in, that I dialed it. enough into it. They were like, okay, you're getting there. Good yeah, for so, you. Um, I know we took a quick break, but we went and uh, met with uh, Dow Thornton uh, with, with Garmin. Uh-huh. And, and he was showing us the, the new trolling motor that, that Garmin has. Right. And how it's, oh, my God, it's, you know, it's totally integrated into the, the self-management system. Yeah. Yes. Mullethead's got one. Crazy mullethead fish finder, on trolling motor, power poles, or, or yeah. Yeah, and, 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 or and, and, and scan, yes, a, a forward scan. Yes. Everything the, is on his screen on yes. the trolling motor. Everything's yep. on the screens. You ain't got to touch trolling motor ever again. Is what his garment is. <laughs> what what finger mullet was telling me. Wow. All right. If you want to give us a call, six four one ten ten. You're listening to the Ring Power Fishing Forecast Show right here on ten ten XL. We'll be right back. It's the Ring Power Fishing Forecast Show, brought to you by Awaken 180 Weight Loss on 1010XL. Welcome back to the Ring Power Fishing Forecast Show. I'm Captain Kevin Faber, and hey, look, um, Stackham Storage is back. If uh, they, They've got a brand new warehouse that all they do is take, like, Jet ski trailers, boat trailers, you know, they don't take, they don't store boats, they don't do any of that. But the cool thing about Stackham Storage is that they'll come pick your trailer up, make sure that everything's rinsed down, this, that, and the other. And then when you want it back, Leon, mm-hmm. you call them and go, hey, I, I, I need my trailer at the Volano boat ramp. On Well, then they do a five-point inspection on the whole thing. Lights, bearings, everything to make sure everything's working. That's a peace of mind on yeah. itself. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can go to stackmstorage.com, uh, or if you want to give them a call, you can call them at 904. I'm going to go go through this um, because it, it went away on my, my text. Anyway, stackmstorage.com. Uh, talk to Pat, my buddy, uh, Pat McGrath. Um, they, they, they do a great job, but like I said, they got a brand-new warehouse um, that uh, – they can stack like a hundred trailers. In oh, how aggravating awesome. is it? You know, I mean, unfortunately, in all the new developments that are going up now, there's very few piece of property boys left that ain't that that is not an HMO. Yeah, you know what I'm right. saying. You're going to see more and more lands being cleared just for Look trailers and and campers and all this because of everything going up as condos or HMOs. I drove down to see you. Here I'm here tonight. I cannot believe what's happening on Phillips Highway on US One. It's ridiculous. It's unbelievable. See all the condos that are just right up the road going in. Yeah, right there at Nakajima. If you're, it's seriously, and this is just conversation. If you're moving here, yeah, you're moving to Florida. Mm -hmm. Okay, you're you're coming. Eventually, I mean, I would say. 50% 50% of them at least are going to buy a boat or a jet ski yeah. or a pontoon. Some, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something yeah, yeah, yeah. to be on the water, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and, and if you're in one of these developments, developments, you, uh, you, you need a place to store your equipment. Yeah. Well, absolutely. Not yeah. even talking about that, but here we go right back again to where the conversation was last year. Boat ramps? About boat ramps. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. 
all another, these. Yeah. I mean, just right down your road, there's 300 of them going up right now. Mm-hmm. Where is a hundred of those boats going to go? Have you had any updates on the new ramp? None. Me neither. I heard I, they're still in kind of limbo thing. Wow. Waiting on stuff to. Well, pass. you know, you know what we're talking about. No, I don't. Uh, Sebastian. Fish okay. bites. You know what fish, you know what fish bites, is? bites is? Yeah, I do. Right yeah. down the end of that road. Yeah, right down the end of that road. It's like thirty acres that the county bought for um, a little county park boat ramp. I which heard they would were having issues amazing. because of the grant of the grass and the. And of the, course. They're gonna take away marker five though. That's the only downside. That place would be rent. Why? That's where it's coming out of, right? There oh, okay. Five is okay. Well, I mean, you know, I hope that they make parking for more than ten boats. You know. Well, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, what, what you've seen is the boat ramp across from Palm Valley. Yeah, they it, made a new boat ramp for eleven parking spots. <laughs> eleven. That's insane. That's that's insane. Are you Here's kidding me? Yeah, yeah. Here. You know. I mean, I mean uh, uh, again, what? I don't know how much you, you look at the building, how much money this county takes in in tax dollars, all right? And one of the top revenues, I don't care what you say, is our waters. Absolutely. 100%. You know? Absolutely. And, and, and for them, I mean, they could extend the Volano ramp mm-hmm. very easily. But you know what I mean? Try to pass it through all the zoning. Oh, the and, and, and yeah, they, they're, they're, impact yeah. fees. Yeah, impact oh yeah, yeah, impact fees. Well, you, know, you may have to take out a little marsh. I get it, you know. But, but let me tell you something. Saturday... Know. I was working at Older City, right? And I was by myself in there, which was, I can only imagine whenever summertime Older comes City along. Older City bait tackle, yes. Yep. I can only imagine when summertime comes along. Holy snikey poos! I tried to eat my sandwich like at one o'clock. Got like two bites into it. It sat there for about two and a half hours. I went, well, that sandwich is done because there's people, so many people, so many people coming in, right. and I guarantee nobody was going offshore. I mean, it was maybe it was okay, right. but right. it wasn't. I'm just telling you what came through there, right? I mean, I sold 2,000 shrimp in under three hours. Gone. Do you have a helper? No, that's what I'm saying. I was by myself. You're running back and forth loading oh my shrimp gosh. and going to the cash register. That's why you've lost 40 pounds. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I'm just saying I can only, I mean, what I saw, you know, now on Saturday, you know, that's why, you know, you always. It's is in January. This is January. January. The first yeah, night, that's right. Yeah. The first January night we February. had. This is not April and May. That's what right. I'm saying. Yeah. So what's going to happen if your butt don't get out of bed? And, and beat her at can, 7 a.m. you think you can drag in there to the bait shop at 9 o'clock. in the morning and, you know, and then, hey, you're going to. Which, gonna, which you know. honestly is me, you know, because because in April and May, I, I my, my trips are 8 o'clock. Yep. I don't get in any hurry anymore, nope, uh, you nope, know. Nope. Uh, right but, you. but if I have to fish inshore, you're I'm, I'm usually done because, oh, yeah. because, because every, every charter captain, everybody's been in that bait shop since 6 o'clock. And <laughs> there ain't no bait unless I get it early right. for him. Right. <laughs> so, oh, well. I'm almost yeah. done here. Come here. Here's four yeah, five yeah. to get you started. And yeah. Then we'll go from there. Yep. 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 But it's been, it's been, you know, it's, it's kind of been a, a fiddlers finally showed up. So we had plenty well, of those. That's good. Where are those coming from? Oh, the West Coast, Steenahatchee, something like that. Okay, that okay, so, so, so they, they're, they're, the there's nobody nice. around here that catches fiddler not a, There's not enough There's not enough to catch around here. Are your shrimp coming from the West Coast? Yes. They yeah. always come from the West Coast, right? But there's two bait shops here in St. Augustine that get East Coast shrimp. And I'm, I, I use them, but if a fish breathes on them, 
they're off the hook. <laughs> if your clients don't know how to bounce over a shell, you will go through them like nonstop tomorrow. That is why right, cause I still am, a softer hill. They're so soft. I'm 100% mud minnows right now. Well, the problem really? is... Yes, I've, I've been using mud minnows all week long now. Well, I, you got, you're rich. I it's $6 a dozen. I ain't buying a dang mud minnow. How much are... How much are Almost $6 a dozen. Unbelievable! Oh, it's, it's, I thought it was five hundred and fifty, but I mean, it's still five hundred and fifty. But he just dropped that on twenty dozen. He just dropped one hundred twenty dollars. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll buy twenty dozen at a time. Absolutely, I will because I'm going to fish them for the next three days minimum. Where are you keeping them? I'm keeping them in my live well. Uh, my aerator uh, has one of those timers on it. We right, so like put, every two minutes. Which, which at this time of year, it's not a problem. Mud minnows are yeah, they're bulletproof. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the shrimp are just. Once that temperature got above 60 degrees uh, two weeks ago when it was in the 50s, I was using shrimp, and I was fishing, like, slow and stop speeds, mm-hmm. and I was doing fantastic on the redfish. But as soon as that temperature got back up to above 60 degrees, I went straight back to mud minnows, and I whack them all on those redfish. And trout. And trout. Yes, sir. But no drum, obviously. So no drum. Well, they're not going to really go after the mud minnow. Right. Uh, I have caught some um, puppy drums. Right. But no drum of size. None that I'm like, okay. oh yeah. No, I. Well, it's been a weird year. I mean, I'm talking to the guys. There's not many charter captains down here fishing. There's maybe one or two or three a day. I talked to that. Larry Minyard today, and he said he was slow. Yeah, and I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. And but you know what? Again, it's that time of year. I've I've said all along the first seventy degree day in March is when your phone starts yep. ringing. It, 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 that's it, for the majority. I, I know you're you're different. You're blessed. Yeah, you're yeah. blessed to where you're yeah, at. I'm in a different game. Yep, you're, you're in a different, different game, game yep. than but, us. But but for the fleet, you know, and and it's it's always that way. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, um, it, it's it's uh, you know the phone starts ringing off. Look now, um, I did uh, seminars. At the boat show, yeah, nice. Um, on on Saturday and Sunday, and uh, and, and, and booked several charters off of that. But the one thing that I was uh, kind of swinging back to, it's amazing how many people don't know anything about seven strand mm-hmm. wire. You know, I mean, and, and a lot of these guys were were they still were, don't trust it to a certain extent. They still trust. Yeah, they, but they don't they know how to tie line. it. You yeah. know, they they it, it, it was it was. You know, so, so many things that we take for granted. Do you mind that, going that over do. it one more time? Because well, as an inshore guide, I'm not familiar with what seven strand is. Yeah, I don't it, well, you know, for for years and years and years and years, we used hardwire, right, for 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 king fishing, and and literally, like the highlight of January and February is on a Saturday afternoon, have all your buddies over with a <laughs> case of beer. And, 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 and it's a tie party, and that's what and you did. And you put did. towels on the ground because it was a bloodbath by the time you Yeah, got yeah, because your fingertips <laughs> are done, and, and, you know, I mean, it, it, seriously, that it, it was. It was, and, and everybody would end up with 40, 50 rigs apiece or whatever, mm-hmm. and, and then you would try to do it the next, next weekend um, because you needed those rigs to get you through the summer. And by the way, halfway through the summer, um, 50% of those were all rusted out. Because the, it, the yeah, water, the yeah, water yeah. got in your bag or something like Hold that. Hold on one second. How many rigs yep. do you think you go through in a in a course of our king fishing season? Um, well, with seven strand is totally different because I know, I know, I know, uh, I know, be, I know. Be, because so what I do with seven strand is I make it extra long, all right, and, and then when I get the curly cue, I just I cut the hooks off and I retie the hooks. On the wire. Yeah. Does that make sense? And I'll use it all the way down to six inches. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, okay. You see what I'm saying? So 
So I'm, I'm calling that one rig when that's three rigs. You're right. Yeah. Right. If you if you had You're cutting it back, I get it. Yeah, I, mean, I build all I, mine at 24 inches, and I have yeah, a whole bag full and, and of see, them. See, mine, mine, mine are. I know you do, and I, and I don't. I, mine, mine are probably. I just hate a long leader. What difference does it make to controlling the fish? To, well, it's easier to control the fish with a long leader. No, because a short leader you can reel it all the way up to the rod. Okay, well, I just grabbed the wire. Anyway, just, if if I had to take a guess at how many rigs, kingfish rigs that I go through, two hundred, I'd say a hundred, hundred twenty. Yeah, I mean, so I'd you say, know, I'd say, I'd say, so, okay. I'd say right around it. Yeah, I mean that that would that that would that would be my guess. Yeah, yeah. But the biggest, well, oh, go ahead, keep going, go ahead. No, but what I'm saying is with the, with the with the seven, it, with 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 the old wire. Yeah, you would literally. You're you're cutting everything off, and we would throw it in a corner or somewhere, and 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 then when we're done at the end of the day, we'd cut our hooks off, we'd cut our swivels off. Um, with with the seven strand, you don't have you just continue to use it all the way up until it's six inches. Right. You no know? camera here, but you see that little kink right there? Where? Right here. Yeah, that hard wire. I guarantee Schulte yeah. will be coming unglued. Yeah, that's Schulte, that's that back out. rig. Yeah. That's not a king. Hey, the hell it ain't. Yeah, to oh, a king fisherman would, it is. He would not put that if, back out. If that thing went back this way again, uh, what it, it'll pop. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's the truth. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, you used to, when you did this, Leon, you'd leave your tag in long, then you fold it at a 90 degree. Yep. And then you took, uh, that's where you always got pricked at. Yep. And you took your forefinger <laughs> like and your thumb. Laid your thumb on the bottom of the L, mm-hmm. top of the L. You grabbed it and, and twisted. You s- twisted it twice, and it, it should. If you did the the bend at a ninety correctly, when you grabbed it, you went one, two. It should break off in your hand. And, and, Anything more than that, you did it wrong. And, and 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 by the way, when you when you when you break it off, if you if here, feel, uh, I know this is radio, but you feel that right there. Feel feel. Okay, where where it breaks off when yeah. you tie it? Yeah, it's okay, flush. There's, there's, there, right, it's flush. There's no little. Print. The worst thing in the world is cut with pliers. No, that's right. What? If you cut that with pliers, it's a sharp tip. Oh, it, it, it's a sharp it, edge. It, like and, an iron. and 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 people think that that you have have done the twist off. I, it, it will ruin your hands. I'm I mean, I'm talking to the bone. It's a snapper. It's yeah. a snapper. Yeah, it, it will. It, it's the worst. Even cut. with gloves on. Yeah, even with gloves on. Oh. Yes. Yeah. So. And that used to. And now, that's little. In my aspect of things, I was trolling with ten and twelve pound wire. Right. And if and if your mate didn't break it off, and you're down there building right. a billfish or whatever, right? And that joker rips out of there. Oh. You're talking about. I mean, super glue. That's why we always carry super glue on the boat. Was light you up. Was to kill the cut yep because yep. yep. i mean you're going to get ripped on on piano but wire. The, here's the deal seven strand takes care of all that is yep. that right yep and you can yep. bend it yep. see like right like we talked about yeah i mean we don't give a damn about this right? it's done. but no. anyhow it's radio but like if i did that with this wire right here it, she's twisting it see, right that's done huh? yep but yeah, i could do that but i could do that with single but with with, with seven, seven strand, strand we could do all this, and I and I know he's yep. don't because I know you've done it. We'll put it on our oh, yeah. rod holders yep. when it gets a pigtail yep. curly kill, yep. and I'll pull, pull on that. Yeah. So I'm going to straighten it back out, and I'll go. Huh, Let's we go. only got another half an hour of fishing it, out of here. I'm not putting a new rig on. <laughs> either that, we're, we're, either that or I'll hook it behind the reel. Yes, and come tight with it. Come tight with it, and and switch it over for another rod. Yes, and then go back to it 30 minutes later, and it's straightened out. 
Right. Like a, I get like that. I totally like, get that. Kind of like a towel in the swimming pool. You lay it over the back of the chair, it's going to be dry in half so, an hour. So, right. so in other words, you know, uh, it, we'll take a break here real quick. Um, I, I, I promise you that I, it, with, with everything in front of me, with hook, Sorry, swivel. Sorry, your rig. That's okay. Hook, swivel, uh, you know, that live bait hook. I can literally tie a kingfish rig at the most 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. At the most. Where where this, this particular rig with hardwire is 10, 12 minutes. Oh, my God. Yeah. I guarantee I could tie a ribbon fish rig with hard, with seven-strand wire, that's three trebles, a jig yep. head, and a thing yep. in under 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah. If and, everything's and, laying right there. And, and, and by the way, I can do that on the boat. Yes. I don't have to pre-tie um, uh, rigs at right. all. I mean, I could just go to my, t- my little tackle box, pull out 24, 25 inches, blip, I mean, and, and dude, and I'm, I'm tied and, and, and right. I'm just that way. I just, I, yep. he gets mad at me. And see, the he other trick is you always me. leave the swivel on the rod. Yes. When you cut the rig off, yes. whether you hook a fish and you're killing a fish, you want, first, I'm always getting hooks out of the fish. I do not like leaving hooks in there because he had to pull them out of my finger a few times. Yes. So, but when you clip them, you have a good pair of dikes, and when you clip it off, you leave the swivel always on the rod, and yep. you throw the rig away. Yeah. You never put Don't tie- leave hooks in the fish. In no, the, in no, the no, boat. but I mean, you never tie rigs. He leaves hooks in the fish all the time. No, no, only when they swallow them because they know how to eat Scotty's baits. Anyway, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's commercial time. And when we come back, we'll talk to Captain Corey Sparks. Oh, yeah, Sparky. Sparky. Yeah, right here on the Ring Power Fishing Forecast Show. Captain Leon Dana, Captain Scott Shank. That's me. We'll be right back. A Ring Power Fishing Forecast Show. Brought to you by Awaken 180 Weight Loss on 1010XL. <laughs> He played the Colts. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to the Ring Power Fishing Forecast Show. I'm Captain Kevin Faberson and with Captain Leon Dana this evening. Captain Good evening. Shank. Hey, and uh, I got my buddies coming over to take care of my... my, my it's, it's, so we had to wait a couple weeks. You've been a busy man. I have been a busy man. Do you see, you see all that stuff I, I got? Now? Yep, I'm, 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 saving, I'm saving my buddies at WW Land and Lawn Care a little bit of work. Okay. Um, I, I had like a 10-minute job today, and... Uh, it turned into four hours before, before <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. I'm like, I got, oh, and I'm like, so I got the, the, the new DeWalt pulse saw, pulse saw right? Yeah. And it's, man, you're zipping Just, along, you know, and nah, then you turn yeah. around and you're like, damn, I got I to pick, pick all that <laughs> up. It was so fun coming down. Yeah. Yep. 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 But uh, hey folks, uh, February is the best time to have all those like pesky leaves around the yard cleaned up. Uh, if they're turning your ground brown, brown grass, as well as cleaning off the roof, they do that. Gutters, also they do pressure washing. They do everything at WW Land and Lawn Care. Uh, that you go to Facebook and see them, or six zero three eight eight six six. Mention the forecast show or the outdoor show and receive fifteen percent off of your first service. Or if you live next to me, yeah. I'd take a blower and blow them on your property. Yeah, that's true. That's fine, too. Whatever way works, as mm-hmm. long as mine looks good. <laughs> <laughs> All good. All good. Where's Corey at? Yeah, is Corey there? Hey, guys, Corey. I'm here. Hey. Sparky. Sparky. What's up? Not much. 
Just listening to a bunch of uh, downrigger talks. Is that the same as a slip rig or what? What are we talking about here? Yeah, 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 I know. You've got to broaden your horizon a yeah, little bit. Yeah, we do. you got a bigger boat now. Look, he, he got all cocky this summer yep. because he had like one tarpon trip mm-hmm. and he went out and caught one. He's like, what's up? What's yeah, so hard about this? this? Yeah, yeah, this? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you just, you just go find a, right, a pokey pot. I just opened it up. Throw and, a pokey out there. Yeah. and Yeah. And I, you know, I throw my little four-foot. Yeah, you have net and, and yeah. uh, you know catch twelve. Yep. you know baits. What's so hard about that? And, I can know, do this. Yeah, yeah. And I go one for one. What more do you want? Yeah, yeah. I'm batting a thousand, Leon. <laughs> yeah. Go yeah. home. Yeah, I'm, I'm a tarpon fisherman now. Here we go. <laughs> oh, are we right though, Corey? Seriously? No, no. I I am far from a tarpon fisherman. I I learned a bunch last year from. Leon and you guys, and uh, I went with Mike Conley a few times and Chip, and so just soaking it all in, learning the tactics. It ain't, it's not that hard. But I still say you need to come out king fishing, though. You can't beach fish. Oh, you. he's got the boat to do it now. No, I know. He does. He can just trailer right down to St. Augustine. Yeah. 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 Saying, man. I, I, it's, seriously. I'm telling you, dude, king fishing is so much fun. I really Beach miss fishing it. for kingfish is the bomb. I'm sorry, but it is. I'm not telling you. There are days when we get eight, ten bites, which are epic days. But there, there's most of the time it's two, three bites. But you know what? You, you got jack, jack you got sharks. You might, you might hook a tarpon. I mean, there's, there's. You ain't had a bite in a little while. You swing over right behind the shrimp boat. And yeah, downriver goes yeah. off, and you can go, yeah, there he is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and about a four and a half foot lemon shark yeah. comes up about twenty five minutes later. And you go, damn! I thought that was the right one. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. You know, it's all you're bending rods, having fun. Go ahead, Leo. Did you catch any snapper trolling last yeah. year? Oh, it's it's just a it's that's, a, it's that's a, a we have to stay away from them. God. Yeah, you don't go over the main part of the wreck. You got to stay on the outside. Yeah, when you, go, when you fish. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is a cool bite. Watch them on the flat line. Watch that big old red blob come yeah. up. I bet it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that that that's cool. So. Uh, Corey, we're 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 way out of your league. We're already talking summertime, right? Can't uh, wait. It, 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 yeah, it, have you um, time changed yet? <laughs> <laughs> Is it turkey season yet? Uh-huh. Yeah, right. It's close. Right, right, right. We ain't far from. We're like another month. All I can tell you is we gain like thirty seconds every day of light at night. That's true. Uh, that's true. To it. Can't wait. Corey, what's the number one thing going on right now? What are you going uh, after? You, you got you got you got me and Scotty tomorrow, right? What are we doing? Yeah, yeah what are we doing? What what time are we going? What tide are we fishing? What are we doing? Tomorrow we morning, we've got a good good low tide in the morning. I would, and I know we've talked about this. And not everybody loves throwing top water on low water, but I I would be out there first light throwing top water, hoping there's no wind and uh, see some see some waking fish am i right leon the tide's good tomorrow right no you're spot on leon? it's a 9 30 low tomorrow morning start at 7 a.m 6 yeah. 7 a.m i'd be on the water pushing off by 7 a.m guess who's fishing yeah. tomorrow boys you're gonna see me up there hi boys i'm coming to visit you should you, yeah are you really gonna take off and start at like 20 i'm leaving from volano pier so i would i would start at 26 it. and then go to 12 and then go to eight about. Then go to 13. And when I see both of them, I'm just going to circle yeah. both <laughs> By then, it's high tide at the inlet, and I'm back home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go, brother. You, you guys were talking about drum. I haven't been able to find uh, a good bite of drum. They're scattered. They're, there's been the puppy drum mixed with the rat reds, but they're 
on the uh, on the deeper roll downs, we have caught a few this earlier this week that were you know your lower to mid twenties. Um, I just hadn't been sending pictures and stuff. Just lower to mid twenty inches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Inches. Wow, he had like a twenty four the other day. Damn, that's good. Yeah, that's, that's a, a nice black drum. Yeah, it is. Could you yeah, think we were too we were now the, try, big drum the guys won. Oh, sorry, Scotty. Go oh, fine. Go 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 go. Oh, uh, the guys I had had sheep's head fish and. And we were fishing, you know, in the valley, which isn't a, a huge sheep's head target area, but we were able to get them on, on some numbers of sheep's head. Uh, it was a grind, and, and we were also fishing those shell bars, the roll downs, deeper drops, hoping to pick up the sheep's head, you know, bouncing a jig or a, a black drum. And like I said, it wasn't, they weren't on fire, it wasn't numbers, but there were some quality fish mixed, mixed in along, you know, stretches of, of working, so... Corey, the last couple of days uh, that you've been fishing, what bait have you been using? Uh, shrimp, and I had some fiddlers left. But surprisingly, the fiddlers, the days I used them, had not been a hot ticket. And usually, they're gold right now. You know, the, the right. reds will eat them, the drum will eat them. Um, mm-hmm. So, I've um, been using shrimp. I just haven't had mud minnows. But uh, I agree with Leon that water temp jumps back up, and the muds are are back on the menu. So. Right, so, so I have a question for for you, Corey, and and and, and we talked a little bit about this on uh, the the outdoor show on Saturday morning. Do you guys ever throw gold spoons? Um, I, don't. I don't throw. I I don't really throw a lot of artificial. Uh, I have thrown uh, spoons. I mean, dude, dude, before I guided, and it worked well. Steve, Steve Hatchy, that's all they throw, dude. That was the that's most true. incredible bite of fish I've ever seen. Yeah, on a, I mean, on a piece what? of metal. I know it's, it's wow. a great foraging bait, just like I say. A rattle trap's a great foraging lure, right? It, and it, I mean, it covers a lot of territory, and they do hit it well. You're, there's no absolutely no doubt. Absolutely, crush it. I'm just a one-dimensional fishing guy with the live bait. <laughs> because I am too. I am yeah. too. Okay. I mean, I used hey, to. Matt, I used to throw no. a lot of artificials. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I, I did, um, and and but it was honestly I had the flats bowed and and and. Uh, it doesn't it, matter. There's a cadence you got to perform. It's either. You know, once the water warms up, you can roll it a little bit right. faster. Right now, it's uh, Corey. It's a lift and fall, lift and fall. It right. ain't. It, yeah. You know, you're not putting a bunch of fire to it. You know. Yeah. I mean, I know Captain Rob Bennett, Captain Steve Cashier went out messing around real shallow last week, and that's all they did was throw plastics. Did okay. I mean, not great, but you know, the fish would just sit there and look at, it, and they'd just lift the rod, and they would see the fish come over and eat it, and that was it. Right. Corey, are you throwing more jig heads or popping corks right now? Uh, mostly jig heads. Um, okay. I'm trying to think when uh, the popping corks. We were fishing those around some bends, but just it just seemed like the bite was. So this was yep. right when the water started jumping up. Um, the bite was so soft, and it, and we just didn't have any luck. I had three guys most trips, two sometimes, and. One would throw a cork and not get bit. The others would feel taps, you know, and feel feel the bite or hook a fish. But uh, how about you, you, Leon? Have you thrown corks or have you been – well, trout with the mud minnows is a great option with corks. But, uh, well, I like this morning, Corey, I started, you're right, Corey. I started off this morning by throwing jig heads in uh, the potholes uh, in the back yeah. creeks. And as soon as the tide turned to go in – I then methodically switched over to popping corks, and I was drifting those floats into the creeks, 
and yeah. every turn, every oyster bed, and it's and and I drifted two and three times uh, through the area. Uh, I start in the middle of the creek, then I throw to the left side of the creek, and then the right side of the creek. Or if I had I had I had Joe and Chris today, and I had them both throwing on each side of the creek right there. I went, okay, there's an oyster bed on the left side. So I want you to throw towards the middle of the creek, Chris, so that the popping cork skirts the outside of the oyster bed. And Joe, you're going to be on the other side. And I would fl- float it through two and three times to make sure that it was given a good yeah. presentation. And then I'd move 50 feet forward, mm-hmm. put the power poles down, and go, all right, we're going to do it again. And I mean, I worked three hours of doing that. They don't like popping corks this time of year. I will not use a popping cork again until March. Really? See, I like I the slow presentation of 20, 20 to 25 inches of leader with a mini no-brain and a popping cork. Okay, so you're, oh, that, that's what I was going to ask you. You're not going like uh, split shot kale hook. You got the mini no-brainer. I got the mini no-brainer. I'm using a 3 aught circle hook wow, with a 116th ounce weight. Yeah, that's a big hook on a little mud minnow. The... Well, first of all, these ain't little mud minnows I'm using. These are yeah, like yeah, Mac yeah. Daddy muds. Yeah, okay, okay. okay. I mean, yeah. And, and let me let me ask you this, Corey. When you're setting up your um, float rig, give, give me the yeah. setup. On the on the float rig, I don't. I, I wish I fished them. I know they're deadly. I just use the popping corks. I don't fish the float rigs uh, unless you know I'm, I'm messing are around. You, myself. When you say popping corks, like like a Cajun Thunder. Yeah, yeah, the Cajun Thunder. Um, I consider that float rig, you know, the bead stop where you can adjust yep. the depth of, of that drift. Sure. Oh, cool. um, but the, yep. but the uh, Cajun Thunder, you know, with some um, mono or floral leader above it to keep the braid from tangling, and then, yep. uh, you know, 24 inches or so below it. Um, if it's windy or they need a little more, depending on what cork, I've been through a few different corks um, over the last year or two, but... Depending on how heavy they are, if the people can get them out, I'll even put on, you know, a, a small jig head below it, just something with more weight to straighten that line out. So when it lands, it's not all um, no, tangled I don't do that. Or, do you, Scott? Yeah. I'm fishing a two-aught kale hook. I'm two-aught kale hook also with a little split shot. With a little yeah. split shot, depending on current, I'll go more or whatever it is. But I, I just like it because the fish turns away. And you don't have to set a hook. You just start right. Just reeling. If you just they yeah. got all that slack out. Right. If you just start reeling like hell and just lift the rod, the hook's gonna. That's find right. Itself. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, Corey. We got to take a break. Thanks, Bye, buddy. Corey. Captain Corey Sparks. All right. Thanks for Yeah. On the Ring Power Fishing Forecast Show, and uh, we'll take a quick break, and we'll look at the forecast. It looks really good. Till Sunday. Oh yeah, yeah. Till Sunday. Well, it's it's Saturday's Thursday, gonna yeah. be freaking beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. We'll be right back. A Ring Power Fishing Forecast Show brought to you by Awaken 180 Weight Loss on 1010XL. Welcome back to the Ring Power Fishing Forecast Show. And uh, real quick, uh, we only got a couple minutes here. And, and, and Jeff Stam just sent me a, a text. He's like, what the hell are you talking about? He's like, Saturday looks terrible. Well, yeah, where he fishes, yeah. 20 to 60 miles. Um, it, 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 you're looking at, uh, by the way, Friday, uh, five yes, to 10, three to five feet Saturday, but if for, this is 20, 20 to 60, sure. uh, Northeast 10 to 15, increasing to 15 to 20 in the afternoon. Get so, you some of that. Yeah. Go ahead, Jeff. Uh, yeah. but, but, but for us normal people 
who, you know, like to fish around the inlet and stuff, uh, tomorrow, west winds at 5. I'm in all day. Woo-hoo, Leon. I'm in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll be well, out there. It's going to be bad, though. We're going to have to get yes, prepared gonna, yeah, for that. Yep, yep, yep. No see them. Um, I'll take and, it. And uh, a Saturday, northeast 10 to 15, but then it's, man, uh, 15 to 20 in the afternoon. So yeah, it's – And gusty. Uh, yeah, it, and gusty. Sunday's out. Yep. Sunday is 20 to 25, rain, nasty. Monday – uh, out. Not, not, it's out. It's going to turn into north at 15 to 20 in the afternoon. So anyway, if you're going fishing tomorrow and Saturday, yep. around here, it, it looks so. beautiful. E- exactly for Captain Leon Dana, Captain Scott Shank. That's me. <laughs> I'm Captain Kevin Favor, and thanks for joining us here on the Ring Power Fishing Forecast Show. Y'all have a great weekend. See you. See you. See you. See you.